0: Good morning, everyone. I've been reading one book per week this year and last year. This past week's book was Empire State of Mind, written by Zach O'Malley Greenberg. Highly recommend reading it. Here are my notes. And if you'd like to read the exact highlights that I made in the physical book, you can also click on the link to get those as well. So the book's main argument, Jay-Z is one of our generation's most notable music artists, but he has also established himself as one of the world's best entrepreneurs. This book chronicles his rise from street corner to corner office, including the wins, losses, and lessons learned. There are stories that you have never heard before and behind-the-scenes decisions that highlight how a kid from the Bronx was able to become a billionaire in two decades. There are six big ideas that I pulled out from this book. The first idea, evolution is the mark of every great success. Jay-Z started out selling drugs to make a living, but was able to evolve into a music artist and then a businessman. This ability to reinvent himself was essential to his accomplishments. Greenberg writes, quote, rather than stop and marvel at his own creation, he has continued to evolve personally and professionally. One of the main reasons for this continued success is Jay-Z's ability to build and leverage his personal brand, end quote. One of the critiques of Jay-Z early on was that he was changing his music to appeal to the mass audience, which some considered an act of selling out. These critiques didn't go unnoticed, and Jay-Z said the following in one of his songs, quote, I dumbed down for my audience, doubled my dollars. They criticized me for it, yet they all yell, holla. End quote. Idea number two, hard work is essential to achieving anything great. Jay-Z had natural talent for a number of different activities, but he still understood from an early age that he'd have to work diligently to turn talent into profit. One of his childhood mentors, Jazzo, said the following, quote, I taught him that in order to be the best, you don't have to outwardly hone your craft, but in privacy, hone your craft. People don't have to know how hard you work to get something, end quote. This hard work can be seen in the late 1980s when Jay-Z was willing to work for free to learn the craft. Greenberg writes, quote, though Jay-Z today grosses millions per show, he spent four months in 1989 working the hip-hop equivalent of an unpaid internship. He was rapping for Room and Board, which consisted of a spot on the tour bus, bus floor and a free pass at the buffet, End quote. Now, idea number three, necessity is the mother of invention. Jay-Z and his friend Dame Dash wanted to sign a record deal, but no one would take them on it. This forced them to create their own label, Rockefeller Records, and the rest is history. Greenberg writes, quote, with Jay-Z's debut album nearly complete, he and Dash shopped it to all the major record labels, but there were no takers. So Jay-Z and Dash pooled their resources with a silent partner, Kareem Biggs-Burke, to start their own record label, Rockefeller Records. They picked the name to signify wealth on the level of John D. Rockefeller, the world's first billionaire, and to evoke images of the Rockefeller family's enduring dynasty. End quote. It is telling that they named the record label after the world's first billionaire, and then Jay-Z potentially became hip-hop's first billionaire. Another lesson that he learned from Dame Dash was that it would pay to have ownership in ventures outside of music. Greenberg writes, quote, Rockefeller Records soon expanded beyond music thanks to two of Dash's guiding principles. We shouldn't let other people make money off us, and we shouldn't give free advertising with our lifestyle. Aware was the cross-promotional title of the urban clothing line that Dash dreamed up shortly thereafter. The venture started with three sewing machines in the back of Rockefeller Records office and early offerings were limited to T-shirts with a Rockefeller logo stitched to the front. Within 18 months of its birth, RockAware had pulled in $80 million in revenues. Idea number four, constantly understand your goals and lay out a plan to increase the odds of achieving them. Jay-Z realized that his music was going to slow down his business pursuits, so he walked away. Jay-Z came out of retirement later, but it is obvious that he wanted to focus when his mind was set to something. Greenberg writes, quote, Jay-Z's main motive for retirement was business. He wanted to shift from the music side to the management side of the recording industry. It was clear Jay-Z's desire to be seen as a legitimate businessman, Trump, his need to be seen as a big spender, end quote. A key component of Jay-Z's plan for a new era of expertise was to find mentors he could learn from. Greenberg writes on this, Quote, in each case, Jay-Z absorbed the best qualities of his mentor, applied his own considerable talents to the subject at hand, quickly surpassed said mentor, and moved on to the next one. End quote. Idea number five, you have to constantly ask questions and try to learn new things. Jay-Z mastered this. He was never afraid to sound stupid or ask the simple question. Greenberg writes, quote, those who crossed paths with Jay-Z in the boardroom noticed his inquisitive nature. One of the things I like about the guy, and this is Bernie Resnick, an entertainment lawyer talking about Jay-Z. One of the things I like about the guy is that he wants to learn. He has a thirst for knowledge. And even when he was younger, he was always asking questions. If it was backstage or in a studio or a business meeting, he wasn't afraid to say, hey, how does this work? Or what's the structure of that kind of deal? He was always very curious about business deals, which lends itself well to someone who would like to transition from being an artist to being a business impressionario end quote. Learning isn't the only ingredient needed for success. You have to be a risk taker and be willing to bet on yourself. Jay-Z did this when he bought back his music contract as he left Def Jam. Greenberg writes here, quote, Jay-Z had to pay Def Jam $5 million to buy out his contractual obligation to make one final album. I wanted to have it back for a number of reasons. The most important being that it wasn't consistent with the type of business I planned. It was more so the principle than the amount of money. It was about owning my own masters and owning my own companies, but you have to pay for the privilege, end quote. And then idea number six, the person you marry is one of the most important life decisions that you make. Jay-Z and Beyonce were the ultimate partnership. They complement each other incredibly well and the results speak for themselves. Quote, in terms of the entertainment industry, it's the biggest merger, Jay-Z and Beyonce, you could possibly imagine. It's two superpowers coming together. It's sort of Microsoft and Apple deciding that they can literally be in bed together. End quote. Comes from music historian Jeff Chang. Then it's obvious that both Jay-Z and Beyonce knew the benefits that they brought to each other. Jay-Z said about Beyonce, quote, We exchanged audiences. Her records are huge top 40 records. And she helped Bonnie and Clyde go to number one. What I gave her was a street credibility, a different edge. End quote. Now there were exactly eight different memorable quotes that I found in the book. The first, one of the main reasons for this continued success is Jay-Z's ability to build and leverage his personal brand. The second, from a business perspective, moving toward the mainstream was the right decision. The third, Jay-Z making himself synonymous with the New York Yankees, the winningest team in the history of professional sports. The fourth, when it comes to business, Jay-Z is a cold pragmatist. The fifth, New albums had become necessary only as a means to stay relevant. Best used as canvases for artistic statements or vessels for commercial partnerships, or in Jay-Z's case, both. Number six. By 2011, Jay-Z had amassed a fortune of $450 million. It seemed he was spending more time with billionaires, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Michael Bloomberg, Mikhail Prokhova, and Oprah Winfrey, for example, than with other rappers. Number seven. Public perception can take a long time to shift, though Jay-Z tried early and often to transform his persona from cocaine kingpin to music mogul and tastemaker. It took more than a decade to get most people to believe he had changed. And then number eight, Jay-Z managed to propel himself from street corner to corner office without the benefit of a college degree, not because he wanted to, but because he had to. And lastly, here are my five big takeaways from this book. The first big takeaway is that many of the hip-hop artists from the 1990s and 2000s timeframe ended up being great entrepreneurs. Jay-Z is the perfect example. He has continued to reinvent himself and eventually became a billionaire. When you unpack this evolution, you notice that some of it was out of necessity and some of it was strategic. There is a theme of pursuing the largest market opportunity as well. It helps to constantly ask yourself, what should my next act be? My second big takeaway was how Jay-Z followed the same principles of learning, asking questions, and seeking mentors, just as so many of the entrepreneurs and investors I've read about over the years. Even though Jay-Z is notorious for not writing down his lyrics and has a natural talent for music, he still persistently worked to turn that talent into a global opportunity. Nothing of scale and sustainable success is by accident. Hard work is always a key component. My third big takeaway is how cyclical the themes of betting on yourself going direct, and being a solopreneur seem to be. These are themes that people use when discussing newsletters, podcasts, and other digital media forms today. It is exactly what Jay-Z and his friends were doing 20 years ago, though. Owning your business and products has also stood the test of time as a strategy. Be willing to take a risk. My fourth big takeaway was how important Beyonce was to Jay-Z's life. He seems to have matured after meeting her, and their marriage has been a big part of his ability to stay relevant over a few decades. Marriage is a big decision, so don't take it lightly. It makes me happy and proud to have married Polina, who appears to have unintentionally done many of the things that Beyonce did for Jay-Z. And my final big takeaway was how much the business world can learn from the hip-hop community. We know that hip-hop sets culture in America, but there are an unlimited number of business lessons available as well. You can learn something from anyone you encounter. Even if industries don't appear to be related, they're usually more similar than you realize. Look hard be curious, ask questions, find one thing that you can import to your work, your career, your industry, or your business. This is the way. Again, these are my notes from this past week's book, Empire State of Mind, which was written by Zach O'Malley Greenberg. I've also included a link to all of the highlights that I made in the physical book. You can read those there. I highly suggest reading this one, and I'll talk to you all next week for the next book notes.